0: Also, what do they have against the french why were the french called out i also agree the french should be called the french have you ever hung around those people they're so rude i can't do this show the french are so mean welcome back to the observation today we are observing the following blue crush eagles are going to the super bowl Bitcoin NFTs Billy from Fire Festival and the Associated Press but before we dive into the show I want to shout out to our sponsors Cash App Cash App when personal finance meets your funds and the stuff that matters that's money that's Cash App so download the app buy bitcoin not financial advice Bitcoin's doing pretty well I'm I'm thinking it's going to hit 24,000 soon um but you know there's there's a lot of controversy involving Bitcoin we'll get into that in a little bit but first I want to update you on what I'm doing. I'm currently in Oahu on the North Shore. I'm here for the Billabong Pipe Masters surf competition, but it has been raining every day this week. Uh, and shout out to Rick.eth, Rick Burton, for, for the tickets and hooking it up because got VIP tickets to go to into the Billabong house here on North Shore to basically watch this. And you know, I've—it's like so funny. It's like I—I I took one surf lesson, and I watched Blue Crush one time, and now I'm in the Billabong Pipe House. I don't even know Pipeline House. Watching the whole thing, I literally don't know what I say. I'm sound like a kook right now, which I don't. Sounds so derogatory, but apparently I learned it's just like a person that's not a surfer. It's, it's like someone that's trying too hard. Um, different than a shoeie, apparently. But, but um, anyway, so shout out to Rick for the tickets. I'm here for for the competition. It's been raining. Um, also, can I just say, when I got to the hotel, which is associated to the tickets with this, it was, can, can I say this on the show? It was like Kelly Slater's brother's room that I was supposed to, to like... It's not, he's not here. I'm not staying with Kelly Slater's brother. I just, the room was meant for Kelly Slater's brother, but I somehow have it. So, went on one surf lesson, watched Blue Crush one time, and now I'm just, like, really immersed into the surfing world, guys. So, anyway, so, back, back to watching Blue Crush. Um, Blue Crush is a movie that came out in 2002. I'm a little late, 20 years late to, to watching it. And, just, like, 2000s rom-coms and... Movies in general are so funny to me because the script writing is wild. It's a little vulgar. It's a little out there. There's not a lot of substance sometimes. And there's just like weird decision making by the producers. But the things that I that stuck out to me, and I guess I feel like this is a movie that everyone's watched, so I feel comfortable explaining my grievances with the pod of why... It's not a great movie and everyone's hyped this movie up to be the best movie of all time. She falls in love with this football player at a resort and it's immediately like they're in love. There's just no real growth of that relationship at all in, in the film. Number two, spoiler alert, and it's a, it's a fine spoiler alert because you should have seen this movie in the past 20 years. So um, I feel like she should have at least completed the wave at the end. It was weird that she, it would have been too much for her to absolutely go out there and crush it. It was a little bit of a bummer that she basically rode that barrel and then, <laughs> people are like, this is a surf podcast. She rode this barrel and she like doesn't finish it. It kind of sucks. Uh, there's no way the other surfer in her heat was going to be like, yeah, girl, let's get you a wave. Let's get you a wave, girl. Like, come on, you're you're an athlete. You're out there competing. Would that be happening in any other circumstance? Would be like, would LeBron James be like, hey, let's get you a, let's get you a, let's get you a three. <laughs> let's knock down some threes. Hey, 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 man, you deserve one. Like, what is this? It's not how sports are played. So, my take on. Blue Crush is, it's not a good movie and I don't recommend it. Why it was inspirational to a generation, I don't know. I think our bar was so low that that's what we had to look towards. I have no idea. But, okay, so then on a, on a more serious note, the obviously there is oddly a lot of ties between Bitcoin and the surfer community. There's Bitcoin Beach. Um, I've never been to an El Zante, um, but I would love to visit but also here in North Shore, there is a media company which I've recently started to follow called Stab Magazine, who uh, which actually puts out like a lot of amazing contents, really well produced, um, and they just gave away a full Bitcoin to the best video edit, and so they just gave this surfer Kale Walsh. Um, a full bitcoin and i was reading the interview which is pretty funny of how he felt because they called him on the phone to be like hey you won the best video of the year your best surfing video and um he's like (laughs) stab goes how does it feel to own a bitcoin he goes pretty surreal laughs is it official and they're like yeah that's why i'm calling congrats he's like fuck i'm frothing i don't know what frothing means it must be some surf slang hate that he said it's a dream come true and they're like what are you gonna do he's like I don't know dad just asked me the question we're discussing sitting on it It seems pretty futuristic laughs I'm not a crypto dot 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 fucking guy and then they're like are you gonna be a crypto bro now I watched a video about it a couple days ago what'd you learn it said something about it maybe going back up like that's how early we are into this. They're like they're giving away Bitcoin in competitions and it's and it's just like a joke and nobody knows what they want. They're like, I'm guess I'm happy that I want a Bitcoin. You want a Bitcoin? You won twenty-three thousand dollars pretty much at the time of filming this, but like potentially a lot more. Um, anyway, I do think that for the Bitcoiners that do know about Bitcoin and crypto, there is a interesting tie to it's like self-sovereignty, anti-establishment uh, energy, basically from from the surfers who are pretty much like surfing is a solo sport. Um, it's it's kind of it's kind of hippie, a little bit libertarian, almost feels like. And um, I don't want to put like a political identity on surfing. Let's just say that. But I do think that there's this sort of uh, rebellious, like fuck the government, attitude about it. So. Um, I don't know. There there's might be a bridge there. And I also really, really want to lock down an interview um, with Bethany Hamilton, who has Bitcoin in her bio. So I'm um, trying to find, find a connect there for a future episode. But okay, since we're on the lane of sports, I want to talk about the Eagles are going to Super Bowl 57. And it is a matchup between the Eagles' former coach, Andy Reid, uh, who if you remember back in 2004, ran the clock out with the Eagles, and now, like, Andy Reid has a Super Bowl under his belt, like, he he's more seasoned now, and the Eagles also have a Super Bowl under their belt, but this is the first time that a one seed and a one seed are going head-to-head, and that's, last time that happened was in 2017, during the last Super Bowl, so things I'm bullish on, I guess, for the Eagles Super Bowl is, they're, they're counting us as the underdog at the moment, but also, I'm not rooting for this, but Patrick Mahomes um, for the Chiefs has a high ankle sprain. I'm not going to say that's going to work in our benefit. I'm not saying it's not going to work in our benefit, um, but I don't know, man. I think the Eagles going to their Super Bowl. I think I think it's going to happen. I, I'm getting the energy. I'm going to fly back to Phoenix and see my family. I feel like it's going to happen. Um, the other cool thing that's happening is Uh, Jason Kelsey and uh, Travis Kelsey their brothers are playing each other and uh, I loved this quote from Travis Kelsey when they were asked about it because it must be weird to play your brother Um, but Travis Kelsey said my mom can't lose which I think was really sweet and funny because one of her boys is gonna win um but I think Eagles, like, on paper and on the field are a better team. Um, and I really want to get Rob Strobel tickets to the Super Bowl. So if anyone has a connection, you have a link, something, I got to hook up Rob. But if not, we're going to be watching it at our house together, which could be potentially better. I looked at tickets and they're like $5,000. like, God damn. I just feel like it's not worth going to the Super Bowl unless you have amazing seats really any football game actually because if you're not I've been to many football games many Eagles games and if you can't see the game just not a not a good experience might as as well watch it at home and then you get the Super Bowl ads which I love um also shout out to Jalen Hurts 24 years old going to the Super Bowl a new technique called ordinals is causing a stir in the Bitcoin world. So the concept allows non-fungible tokens, or NFTs, if you've heard of them, to transact directly on the Bitcoin blockchain, the main net chain of Bitcoin. Um, it m- immediately became unpopular with Bitcoin purists, who basically uh, were very mad that you could use Bitcoin um block space to basically put an NFT on and what's notable about this project is that it is not a does not require a token it does not require a side chain um, this is directly on the Bitcoin blockchain so Bitcoin purists see Bitcoin is strictly financial that it should be only used as a store of value or a digital gold and then there is a different camp of people who believe that uh, Bitcoin is able to be, people can do whatever they want with their Bitcoin. You know, Bitcoin was created by Satoshi Nakamoto. It spun out into the universe. He has stepped away from the project. Most people think he's no longer with us. And my take here is with every single type of technology that's ever been created, you cannot control how people are going to use it. In early days of Bitcoin, people were buying drugs on Silk Road now we have full-blown adults crying that you can you can basically have a bitcoin nft on the mainnet, net and it, that to me is crazy like people are having full-blown breakdowns on twitter about this um if it's it just it's just why first of all it's just wild like anyone who's finding bitcoin useful in any way uh That's a net positive, if you think about it, for Bitcoin. Um, And I just think it's really, really interesting how this space has evolved because Bitcoin has always been about censorship resistance, right? You cannot censor my money. You can't tell me what to do with it. The government can't tell you. Your neighbor can't tell you. Your friend can't tell you. It doesn't matter who you are. You can't tell me what to do with my money. But you have a bunch of Bitcoin maximalist telling everyone online that they should not participate in this project totally opposite of the bitcoin ethos which is freedom do whatever you want you know i don't give a shit if people sell bitcoin if they don't sell bitcoin if they want to create a bitcoin nft if they want to do whatever they want that's that's their own volition i strictly think that bitcoin is a technology that allows for human rights and, and freedom, and that's why I like it. But it's so funny to see people, like, losing their absolute minds over this when initially Bitcoin was even, like, full, more, like, wild and crazy, and now people put a JPEG on it, and people are, like, absolutely losing their mind. We used to be a society, a proper society, and I don't know what's happened. We People used to buy drugs, and now they're upset about <laughs> NFTs, so... um I think the takeaway here is that I believe in Bitcoin DeFi. Bitcoin is the original DeFi. If you think about decentralized finance began with Bitcoin. Um, And so when people are anti-Bitcoin DeFi and anti-building on Bitcoin, I think they are a little misguided, but they're allowed to be. Again, like not going to tell anyone what to think, as do a lot of these people who are advocating for Uh, blocking this or resisting this. I'm all for free speech, free markets, and and for Bitcoin. So, um, because my other take here too is if you own 500 Bitcoin, or if you own a single Satoshi, you are equally a Bitcoiner to me and as to everyone else. And your opinion doesn't matter more if you are a whale or if you are someone that just got into Bitcoin for the first time. Everyone who owns Bitcoin owns Bitcoin and you can't tell someone that they are like lesser or that they can't have an opinion or they can't use the blockchain because you got there first or you have more. It's not how it works. All right, so the Observation gets pitches from time to time. You know, people that want to come on the show. Who wouldn't want to come on the Observation? It is the top show in crypto and culture. But we got a pitch from Billy McFarland, who is the co founder of Firefest. If you know what Firefest is, it was like the biggest veil uh, of all time of festivals. And all these influence- influencers promoted it, and it, it just was a, a huge flop. But Billy is back on Twitter and he's charging $1,800 for consulting services. But not only that, he messaged us at The Observation, found our email, and said that he wanted to get paid $2,500 to come on this show. $2,500. 2500 George Washingtons to come on The Observation. And you know what we said? No, thank you, Billy. Uh, not only because that's ridiculous, but because... <laughs> a scammer just never is not a scammer. I think that's a lesson that we should take t- take home with us. You know, when SBF comes back and he says, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scam everyone. Why would we, why would you just listen to that same person again? Why would we listen to Billy again? Um, but it is funny. I think You know what? There are people that are probably gonna pay for it. If you wanna get scammed, get scammed. If you don't wanna get scammed, I mean, Don't pay, what what are you paying Billy McFarland $1,800 for? What's the consulting? How to scam other people? Like what's the ROI on that call? Maybe you do make more money back because you end up scamming people, I don't know. The Associated Press, you know, AP style guide, you went to high school, it was the way you needed to write, They, they gave you this thing, probably English class, called the AP style book, which teaches you how to write correctly, professionally, and to the guide of the Associated Press. As someone who went to journalism school, I'm very familiar with the AP style book, style guide, it used to be called. But they put out a tweet uh, this week that said, we recommend avoiding general and often dehumanizing the label, such as the poor, the mentally ill, the French, the disabled, the college educated. Uh, instead, use wording such as people with mental illnesses as use... As uh, and use these descriptions only when clearly uh, relevant. So clearly they have something against the French. They followed up to their tweet because clearly they called out the French for no reason at all. And it says, The use of the French in the tweet by the AP was inappropriate and has caused unintended offense. An updated tweet is upcoming. Like they were... They offended the French so, so badly in that tweet that they had to like follow up with it. I don't know why I find this hilarious. I just think that the French are dicks and I think that they need to be called out. Yeah, I think we call them the French. Like, the Americans, yeah, it has like a, it has a bit of a tinge to it. Someone said, you, it's more of like you Americans, the Americans, Americans. It's all about your inflection. Americans are great. Americans suck. I don't know. It just depends on how you say it. Like, the French. The French. I want to share one of my favorite quotes on this show uh, by J.R.R. Tolkien. And what I love about this quote so much is there's a lot of moments in our life where or at least I've personally felt this way, where you feel like, why am I going through this, these trials and tribulations? And why was I born in this time that I was born in with all this technology? Why, why was all this thrust upon us? You know, why did we have a pandemic? Why did we, why did any of these things happen to me? And there's this quote that I, I love so much. I've tweeted it out a few times, but I wanted to share it because I don't think I've shared it on the observation before. But I think this quote is just amazing. So bear with me. It's from the Fellowship of the Ring, but it's a beautiful quote. And it says, um, Frodo says, I wish it need not have happened in my time. And Gandalf says, so do I. And so do all who live to see such times, but that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. And I, I love that quote so much because you don't get to choose a lot of things in this life. You don't get to choose when you're born, what family you're born into, what class you're born into, your status, all these things. But you do have a choice of what you do with your time. And something I've been thinking about recently is that I'm going to use my time. This time that I have, I'm going to use it. And I think that, that statement, I think I heard it in a congressional hearing one time. Um, there was was a a congressperson that said, I'm going to use my time of speaking. And I think that philosophy is so short, but means so much. I'm going to give everything I have to the time that I have and I'm going to make the best of it. And so wherever you are in the world, I hope you make the most of your time. And thank you for tuning into The Observation and I'll be back next time. Good luck and Godspeed. You don't